Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Have you always felt a little odd, a little different? The world is crying out for witches to heal and to rebuild. But do you hear its call and will you answer? This is a space for free thinking, where I give you tools to explore and build your craft. We all have a divine spark. Join me each week and grow that spark into a fiery beacon. I am your host, Michael Moorcroft, and I'll be bringing you a one-on-one guide to all things witchcraft and spirituality. This is The Major's Well. Hey, Majors. Welcome back to the show, and thank you for tuning in. I feel it's time for another herb, and I thought it would be great to look at arguably one of the most witchy herbs out there, Dittany of Greet. But before we do, let's have a look at the week ahead. It is National Close the Gap Day in Australia on March 16th. It advocates for health equality amongst Australia's indigenous peoples as life expectancy is approximately 17 years lower than those of non-indigenous Australians due to lack of access to healthcare, poverty and lack of employment. The 17th is St. Patrick's Day. Check out my Patron Saints of Witchcraft episode to get ideas on how to work with saints. March 19th, we've got St. Joseph's Day, the husband to the Virgin Mary. It's Astara on the 20th, so if you've not listened to my Astara episode last week, check that out. The 21st is International Day of Forests, highlighting how vital forests are. Plant a tree if you can, and learn how trees support our world. It's also World Poetry Day, and we have a dark moon in Aries. The 22nd is World Water Day, bringing attention to the importance of fresh water and to educate the public for the need of adequate management of water resources all over the globe. 
No water makes life on our planet possible. Look into ways that you can personally reduce your water usage, and there's loads. Check your toilet for a leak by placing a few drops of dye in the toilet tank. If it shows in your bowl, you've likely got a leak. Weigh a plastic bottle down with gravel and fill it with water and put it in the toilet tank. This is going to save water every time you flush. Take shorter showers and install water-reducing shower heads. Turn off water while brushing teeth and shaving. These are just a few. And that's your week. Oh, and just a trigger warning, I do talk about abortion within this episode. Now, on to the show. Native to the mountain slopes of the Mediterranean island of Crete, there are many references to Dittany of Crete in Greek mythology and literature. From the ancient period alone, at least 24 writers have recorded this plant's power. And just a side note here, I'm only going to reference ancient sources when giving information about the plant, as, generally speaking, little bit of a pinch of salt. Medieval texts, they begin to reference a completely different plant that isn't our Dittany of Crete. Not in all cases, but most, and bear in mind that Dittany is another completely separate plant. So if you hear me say Dittany, I'm actually referring to Dittany of Crete. I'm not talking about anything other than Dittany of Crete. Let me make that clear. So, a member of the mint family, known as the Lamiaceae family, the plant is closely related to Majoram and Oregano. Listed as vulnerable on the International Union for Conservation of Nature's Red List of Threatened Species, wild harvesting is now banned, but it can be grown commercially. Let's take a look at its different names. The local name in Crete for Dittany is Erodas, referencing Eros, the god of sexual desire, as the plant is thought to symbolise love and act as an aphrodisiac. Now, interestingly, when looked under a microscope, the seeds are actually love heart shaped. Growing in the most inaccessible places, like cliff faces and gorges, at altitudes of around 500 to 700 meters, local legends tell of young men gathering bunches to offer as love tokens. These men were known as Arondades, love seekers, and to obtain a bouquet of Dittany, it was said you truly had to be in love. Bouquets of the plant were also given to newlyweds. Dittany comes from the ancient name Dictamos, meaning shrub of Dicti. Dicti, being a mountain range in Crete, also the birthplace of Zeus. Supposedly, he gifted the plant to Crete as thanks for his upbringing. It's also thought the plant gained its name through the Minoan goddess Dictina, the Cretan goddess of hunting, who later morphed with the Greek Artemis, forming Artemis Dictina, who resided over the hunt, forests, mountains, springs, and rivers. The goddess got her name after Minos, the guy who had a minotaur in his basement, fell in love with her. So to escape him, she jumps into the sea, whereby she's saved by fishing nets of local fishermen. So they gave her the name of Dictina, from the Greek dikti, meaning net. Artemis and Dittany both have links to curing arrow wounds, and the goddess is often depicted, it's thought, 
wearing a crown of dittany. There are folk tales on Crete where goats wounded with arrows would seek the plant out and the arrows would be magically dispelled from their bodies. As a result, the plant is sometimes called Veloko or Velotoko. Velo is arrow in Greek. Now Hippocrates named the plant Cato Kaon, meaning the labour helper, as the plant was also used in childbirth. Now, the Oracle of Delphi recommended the root as a particularly powerful tonic for birth and provoking menstruation. A Cretan goddess of childbirth, Elethia, or Elethia, is depicted wearing the plant on her head, symbolizing that she facilitates difficult births. Now, she also becomes linked to Artemis later down the line, and then Artemis is linked to childbirth, giving the plant the name of Artemidio or Artemis. The Latin name of Dittany of Crete, Arignonum Dictamnus, also has interesting origins. Arignonum is thought to derive from Oros, meaning mountain, and Ganos, coming from the phrase Ganami Ganustae, meaning becoming bright or happy, which is likely a reference to the high mountains where the plant commonly grows. It's also called stomachohorto, which literally translates to stomach herb due to its use in treating stomach aches and digestive issues. It's also called stamachorto, meaning stop herb, relating to its ability to stop bleeding. And interestingly, ecologists report that Crete's mountain ranges are one of the last remaining strongholds of plants that have been wiped out elsewhere by human activities. According to botanist George Svikas in his book, Wildflowers of Crete, there are about 210 species and subspecies endemic to the island. This is 44% of all endemic plants in the Aegean Islands, due to the fact that the island has been geographically isolated from nearby landmasses for a very long time. And we can see that Dittany seeds were found in the palace at Canossus, Mycenae, and Pylos as well. We have evidence of the ancient Minoans using Dittany as early as 2700 BCE to 1100 BCE. Now within this time, we see pictures of the plant as well as others being drawn onto pottery. This is the first time, as far as we know, the plants became used for decoration within murals and on pottery. And the drawings are so well done that the plants can actually be identified. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
Now, let's take a look at the plant's medicinal uses because there's a few and it is quite interesting. So, since ancient times, Dittany of Crete was viewed as a panacea, meaning a drug against every illness. It's often drunk today as a herbal tea for a variety of ailments, and for every 20 to 30 grams of plant material used, half to one full litre of hot water is combined with it. And research and local use suggest that it's effective for headaches, neuralgia, which is nerve pain, gingivitis and toothaches, tonsillitis and sore throats, common colds and coughs. The tea has also been used for stomach aches as a diuretic against nephralgia or kidney pain and against arthritis. And I mentioned earlier that it induces menstruation. Now, two cups a day is recommended. I'm obviously not a doctor and check to see if you have allergies before consuming and those who are pregnant should avoid this herb. It's been used to heal wounds and to ease the pain of childbirth where it was decocted into a wine. As tales of its power spread, it gained stories of instantly healing wounds, expelling arrows and causing poison to leave the body. It isn't as miraculous as this, but Dittany does have antimicrobial, antibacterial and antifungal properties, largely due to the various essential oils that the plant contains. And according to Virgil's version of the Trojan War, when Aeneas was wounded by an arrow that couldn't be removed, his mother, the goddess Venus, took flight to Crete and brought back some dittany. Applying it to his wound, the arrow fell out and it healed instantly. It's also been used to ease any issues with the digestive tract, particularly the bitter root, which Homer reported was effective for gastric ulcers and bleeding. Hippocrates used dittany against gallbladder diseases and consumption, now known as tuberculosis. The leaves are used to create the popular digestive vermouth, as well as a number of other liquors and wines. And dittany was also valued for its ability to clear obstructions. We also have it down on the history books as a venom repellent. Dioscorides spoke about the plant's power over snakes and snake bites. The dried herb, when rubbed between the hands into a mealy texture and mixed with a little wine, could be spread over the body to repel serpents. It was believed that the smell of dittany alone was enough to drive away poisonous creatures, and the touch of it was enough to kill them. It also features heavily within womb health. The ancients wrote of it acting as an abortive. Hippocrates was actually the first one to record that dittany would cause abortion. The plant also encourages menstrual flow, as it's classed as an aminagogue, which are a group of herbs that regulate blood flow to the pelvic area. Delayed menstruation was something to be feared in ancient times. The process wasn't fully understood as to why it happened, but a regular period was deemed essential to health. If the process was irregular, it signalled an imbalance or a corruption of the humours, and unexpelled menstrual fluid was deemed harmful. When menstrual flow was absent or irregular, these herbs would be your first port of call. There's arguments that a delayed period wasn't necessarily the main focus to remedy, but rather what was likely to be delaying the period, which is often a pregnancy. Now, some herbalists suggest that herbs like dittany would have primarily been valued for their ability to terminate unwanted pregnancies. The line between contraception and abortion, or rather forced miscarriage, wasn't always a clear one to our ancestors. 
if you are pregnant, let's not consume dittany or any aminagogue at all. It's assumed that ancient womb bearers were victim of biology, especially when we look through our modern lens of contraceptives, gynecology, obstetrics, and developed midwifery. Despite backward misogynistic laws prohibiting access, I should mention. But this might actually not be the case. Reproductive knowledge may not have been as high-tech as today, but the ancients still had a grasp of it, and it's herbs like dittany that gave women and those who bore children agency over their bodies. Fast forward to the early modern period, and we have accounts of women reading herbal texts and advice manuals. One in particular stands out, a set of recipes dealing with issues around contraception. The author Rebecca Winch recommends mugwort, pennyroyal, and dittany of Crete for, quote, purging the womb from all hurtful or superfluous humour which hinder contraception. We also have evidence that mothers pass these texts and wisdom down to the generations. Herbal knowledge around aminagogues would have given people reproductive control. And for over 1,500 years, texts have linked Dittany of Crete to the health of the womb. Let's look at the magical uses, because there are three main areas that Dittany excels in, magically speaking. So the first is love. Writer and folk magic practitioner Catherine Wyronrode recorded Sicilian women using the plant for, quote, sorceress love magic. Prr. Feeding it to your lover is said to cause them to fall deeply in love with you. You can also burn it in the bedroom to spice things up, as well as placing it in sachets along with lavender and other herbs to encourage love. There's spirits. So, Helena Blavatsky named Dittany as one of the most magical herbs, and it was also favoured by Alistair Crowley, and it was seen as one of the best herbs for causing spirits to appear, manifesting in the smoke, which also feeds them. It's a particularly powerful herb to use on Samhain, and was also commonly burnt within graveyard workings. I'd be tempted to combine it with mullein and wormwood for a truly necromatic blend. Just make sure your space is well ventilated, as wormwood is toxic when burnt. It would also be good to use for any goat deities that you're working. The plant is often eaten by goats, and it's thought that the plant's healing properties were actually discovered when watching injured goats seek the plant out. And finally, there's the astral world. To aid in manifestation and astral projection, mix the plant with equal parts of vanilla or myrrh, benzoin and sandalwood to make an incense. It's also thought that making a wish while inhaling the scent of dittany will encourage your desires to manifest. Also, you could mix dittany with mugwort for help with astral projection as well as protection. You could burn these as an incense, you could make a dream pillow out of them, make a tea out of them, check for allergies and don't consume if you're pregnant. Also, as both of these herbs are linked to Artemis, you could use for workings with her. Dittany is also powerful when invoking Persephone, Aphrodite, Artemis, Zeus. It's also said that the goddess Lucina, the moon, presided over Dittany. It's also linked to the underworld and would be good for these types of deities too, like Osiris and Hades. And the plant is also said to grow in the gardens of Hecate. 
If you are interested in buying Dittany of Crete, be careful. There's lots of sellers who are selling Majoram or Oregano as Dittany of Crete. Make sure you're using reputable sellers. The herb is usually quite expensive to buy. Also, there is another plant with the same name of Dittany. It isn't related to the Crete one, so make sure you're buying Origanum Dictamus. I did come across a local seller that's family run and it pops up in local newspapers that I would use. The site is a little difficult to navigate, you have to translate to English and even then some of it's in Greek and you have to email them in order to buy from them, but their product looks legit and it's a family run business and it's been going for 50 years. The site is cretianherbs.gr. If you want to grow it, you could collect it on the 20th of July. This is a celebration of the Greek Orthodox prophet Elias. And on this day, it's said that the plant is full of essential oil. Another good day for harvesting is July 17th, which is the celebration of St. Marina. I would say Dittany of Crete is a vital ingredient for any witch's arsenal, especially if you're on the market for invoking spirits. Add it to your kit and see what comes through on the other side. That's a wrap for today's show. Thank you, as always, for listening, and if you would like to support me and the podcast, you can buy me a coffee or you can subscribe to my membership over on Supercast, where I've got super sexy bonus episodes, uh, meditations, rituals, deep dives into a strange part of witchcraft and spirituality. Yeah, there's, there's a lot going down on my Supercast and it's super easy to subscribe to. So see you on there if you are on the market for that. And that's a wrap. Peace out, witches, and I'll see you at the crossroads. Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.